0: I think you should take one hit of that weed,
1: weed.
0: Okay. <laughs> and I think you'll have a really good time. I had a joint, man. Oh, oh wow. I don't think I have any problem
1: with people uh, smoking pot. I think it's actually, seems to be a fine herb. Let that settle up man. <laughs> what would you want me smoking?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Good Life Store Podcast. I'm Jeremy. And I'm DJ. How are you guys doing today?
1: Happy Friday, y'all. Oh
0: yes. Thankfully, we have arrived at the weekend and boy do we have a busy weekend this weekend. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, tomorrow we will be we will have a booth at the Tift Park. Um, I don't really know what it's called. Uh, just a Tiff Park. Uh,
1: I think it's just like a. I think they call it Tiff yeah, Park. Everybody calls it Tiff
0: Park, and you just kind of go out there, and a whole bunch of vendors are set up, and we're going to be having our first booth out there for uh, tomorrow, and then we have Pretoria Fields for the women's awards on Sunday.
1: Yes, and we actually have a finalist on of our own crew as one of the finalists. Yes. And so is your bride-to-be.
0: Yes. Congratulations to both of you guys. We're very, very proud of you. Yes, we are. So we have a lot to go over today. We're going to talk about the endocannabinoid system. Um, I know that's a big fancy word that doesn't really sound that interesting but it's kind of interesting when you look at it from the point of view that why is it not in medical journals? Why is there no data on the endocannabinoid system?
1: Why are they hiding it from us?
0: Especially when you learn about what its function is, it's crazy to get down to the brass tacks on what the endocannabinoid system is. And it'll kind of make you a little bit uh, worrisome with the healthcare field let's just say that it, yeah. it made me worry whenever I did some research this topic came up and we briefly discussed it and I had actually told you I said I, it's kind of a boring topic It's like but I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig and see what I could find and it ended up not being boring oh, at we all we found
1: we found some great clips
0: yeah so before we get started with that DJ what's your good thing of the day
1: My bright spot of the day is some of the best news I could have ever hoped to have gotten. Very, very dear friend of mine, we've been waiting on some uh, results from her doctor, uh, worried that she might have the dreaded C-word, and she came back all clear. So we're extremely happy right now.
0: Hell yes. Awesome. And And congratulations to her. I know that this is probably the best day of her life. Oh, yes. So, yeah, that's awesome. For me, I have two bright things today you have two big big things lay it on me okay the first is that i don't know if you know what these are have you seen these yet
1: i i tried one yesterday the churro one. Oh my god they're these amazing. are coming
0: to the store these are uh pod mesh it's a disposable but it's got airflow on the bottom so you can twist it it's got a mesh coil in it And it's the first disposable that I've seen that has flavors like churro and all these other unique blueberry muffin flavors that does not have menthol or culotta in it.
1: And that's what got me with them. That's why I like them because I don't care for menthol, but those were great.
0: Those are on the way. And then let me show you these. You're going to get a close up of this. I know that it just looks like a, and and I probably should have uh, took that off. This is mycelium emporium spores uh liquid mushroom spores
1: you and your mushrooms
0: (laughs) so i'm finally gonna get into uh, learning how to grow my own lion's mane and things like that i use functional mushrooms every single day so i feel it's vitally important for me to have at least the understanding of how to make them for myself yeah which is kind of who i am so I am on my way to a mushroom journey. Yay! So now I got the garden and I'm going to have mushroom logs all around the property. Let me know so. when you
1: got the cordyceps ready, because those are the ones that I like.
0: Yes. I have some oyster mushrooms going down in a little box that uh, Stacy got me for Father's Day. And st- there's like thousands of them already. So pretty nice. excited. I, nice. I've always been into mushrooms, and I, but I've never taken a stab at growing them myself. So here we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, Daniel, I don't... Hey, Daniel, what's up, dude? Uh, I don't think we have any latency today. It looks good. So uh, I think we've finally taken all the bugs out of the system. I had it in set in 4K for the last episode, trying to get that juicy, buttery quality. And it did. It looked great, but did not the live match up. show did not match <laughs> up with our voice.
1: We look like one of those bad uh, Asian films. You know, Godzilla, yeah. <laughs> the mouth moved three seconds later.
0: And uh, the other thing that I wanted to get to before we get into the show is uh, I wanted to say thank you to Riley Anderson, to Mike Hardy, and to Mullins from the RDB podcast, the Real Drunk Bastards podcast. Uh, I had a freaking blast with them last night. Those dudes are hilarious. Uh, I, I brought a ton of product. You saw what I was bringing. Oh, yeah. I brought things to show them. I had no... Because, I mean, I'm like, there's no way that they're going to be able to take... They took every single <laughs> bit of what I, I brought. <laughs> most had a of a good night. <laughs> most of it on camera. <laughs> so, it's going to be an interesting episode. Uh, I think I partaking three dabs along the way so we'll see uh how it ends up coming out there was a lot of breaks we'll say that i can't
1: wait to hear this
0: (laughs) (laughs) but uh congratulations also to riley riley is going into music full time so that's a hell of a jump that's a hell of a leap and that's got big old balls attached to it so congratulations riley we wish you nothing but good things with your journey into music And I wanted to also make sure that everyone knows if you see Riley Anderson playing around town, I'm not a a country music fan at all. I go into that on the podcast, how I just don't like country music. Riley is one of the few where when you talk to him and you listen to his music, he's a good dude. And he's got really good music. So make sure you support Riley. I've heard him before. Yeah, he's he's very well known around here. Well, for for me being in
1: the bars all those years, I want to say I've heard him before.
0: Yeah, probably so. Okay, well, let's get into the episode. All right, so this is gonna be a TED Talk from Rachel Knox. She's an MD, as, she also has an MBA. So she's got a dual degree in medical as well as business. She is not, I don't believe she's a medical doctor as far as like a practicing doctor, but she does uh, live in the cannabis space as far as her career goes. So, but before we get into her talk at TEDx Portland. I wanted to talk about the importance of consistency of CBD. We are talking about the endocannabinoid system and uh, Rachel Knox will get into more of the definitions of that. But before we start this, think of CBD throughout this entire episode as your vitamin. It's vitally important to take CBD or any type cannabinoids that are the non-psychoactive side. The ones that have the, the really, really good medical benefits in there. If you want to see the results from these... You have to take them every day It consistency is key so with that said let's get into the importance of consistency thanks to the body's
2: endocannabinoid system cbd is able to relieve pain by attaching to the cannabinoid receptors in your body and reducing inflammation of course that isn't to say that ingesting cbd in oil gummies or even muscle rubs will immediately take your pain away users and physicians often report that pain is reduced generally and gradually, not in a burst as one might expect from opiate drugs. If you use CBD every day, it's fairly likely that your chronic pain will be reduced, which makes CBD a viable natural alternative to pain relievers for many people.
0: The, the problem that we ran into with CBD as far as selling it goes, is that the consumer usually has a big time reward, uh, idea in their mind when they take cbd they feel like within you know an hour just like aspirin or something like that that the pain is going to subside that's not the way that the cbd, uh, CBD works it attaches to your receptors and cbd is a main part of how thc interacts with your body the endocannabinoid system is connected to every major system in your body so cbd its purpose is to make sure that those receptors are always awake to take in everything that it can do to fire as fast as it can throughout the entire entirety of your body. Yeah. And we made an ad. This is more for the Twitch uh, streamers or the, the YouTube people because it doesn't have any words to it, but I'll, I'll explain it uh, whenever it's over. So check this out. We made this. Basically, it says, the ad says, if you type in endocannabinoid, Apple does not recognize it. You know how you get the red squiggly lines mm-hmm. under the word saying misspelled or something like that? Apple sees it as a misspelling. Yep. But if you type in benzo, just the first letters of benzodiazepine, which are antidepressants, anti-anxiety, it immediately it comes pulls up the right word up and autofills the entire word. And the last bit of the ad says, uh, it's just a plant. Like, stop. Stop demonizing this. It's just a plant.
1: I almost wish that people still watched live TV and we could put that on as a commercial.
0: Well, we can see. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's get into the TED Talk with Rachel Knox. And we have this clipped out in fairly short clips. So we'll be coming back and talking a lot about this. First off, this is Jill with Parkinson's, and this starts her talk off. Hello, my name's Jill, and I have Parkinson's disease. She's shaking violently.
2: I've taken my Parkinson prescription medication this morning.
0: She looks and very uncomfortable.
2: It
1: helps, and it doesn't. This is my oil, cannabis oil. I'm just going to spread it on the biscuit like that. It's been 20 minutes since I've had that butter in the biscuit, and I feel
0: wonderful. No shakes, no rough. Amazing. So it's Jill. It's a Parkinson's patient. And at the beginning of the video, she's shaking violently, and she looks very uncomfortable, and it's hard for her to talk. It's hard for her to put together a string of uh, a complete sentence. Uh, she has a container that has can of butter in it. She spreads a little bit of can of butter on the biscuit, and before you know it, she's just fine. She feels great.
1: Yeah. It's amazing how quickly it works.
0: Yeah, and she, she uh, Dr. Knox will go into it, but she takes a huge amount of medicine Uh, for Parkinson's and none of them work. And this is the beginning of Dr. Knox's talk at TED Talk Portland.
2: How is it possible that her well-researched FDA approved drugs aren't working for her, but something else is? It's because there's a secret system in your body that no one, like no one is talking about. Now we know these systems really well, right? They're taught in every health anatomy and physiology class between elementary and high school and medical school. Do You guys know these? Yeah, we have our circulatory and our pulmonary systems, our skeletal and muscular systems, just to name a few. And we all know about our nervous system, which we once thought controlled them all. But today I'm going to talk to you about this system. It's a system totally unlike supreme to and in control of all the rest and it was completely left out of every single medical textbook I read despite its discovery 27 years ago.
0: Hmm. She was, uh, she was, she got into school to be a doctor and she'll get into the next clip on, you know, the disappointment behind that. But just to start this off, I mean, she's already, you know, setting the stage for the fact that something's not right with her practice, you know, with her learning process behind the medicine, I mean, the objective should be to do no harm, right? It's a Hippocratic that's, Oath. That's
1: the first rule.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the oath that all doctors, nurses, everything, scientists, everybody lives by. Um, it's kind of disturbing whenever you get into why something that is so beneficial like cannabis or like CBD for that matter, why is it so looked down upon when, A, it doesn't hurt anyone, and B, as you'll see, it is connected to every single vital system in our body.
1: It's kind of like the motherboard, the CPU of exactly.
0: the body. So she goes a little bit more into her disappointment with the medical field here.
2: So when I was a kid, I wanted to become a doctor like my parents. But as medical school approached and my parents reflected on the changing medical field, my mom encouraged me to do something different with medicine. So I pursued a dual degree in medicine and business to become a doctor entrepreneur because we entrepreneurs believe we can change the world with our ideas, and I wanted to become a world-changing doctor. Can't you tell? (laughs) Yes, with that notion, I was eager and energized to learn. But what I learned deflated me. Because for me, the salient lesson from medical and business school was that big medicine is a big bureaucracy and paradoxical to health. Now, we benefit tremendously from the advancing technologies and innovations of today's medicine. But what I found was that people used to be great at healing themselves and others, and doing so with natural substances and simple practices, like herbs and acupuncture and yoga and meditation and more.
0: I share her disappointment and not obviously in the uh, medical field. I can't speak on behalf of the medical field, but I was, a, I was this of the same feeling and mindset and vapor. And now with uh, the industry that we're in, there's some great sides of it for sure. Oh yes. You know, there's, there's sides of every industry that has really good things, but then there's the capitalistic, snaky, let's do anything for let's get the margin as high as we can possibly get it and give people the the least that we can give them
1: those that are in it for the money and the money only
0: yeah so unfortunately it looks like doctors have to deal with that too which is a huge disappointment because like i said isn't the point to do no harm (sighs) our system is so broken and in every way, shape, and form. Uh, and we're going to get into this later on. Speaking of uh, messed up things, I don't know if you know, but Jewel was taken off the market yesterday.
1: Yeah, you told me.
0: And I'm not a fan of Jewel.
1: Never I, have been. I, I
0: don't like Jewel. But what I don't like more is the fact that the government is now taking people off the market. Yeah. Because they don't like them.
1: Yeah, and that's the plain and simple truth. It's just because we don't like you.
0: Yeah, I, to to say that the the information or the science that gave them was conflicting you gave you gave everyone impossible tasks to meet mm-hmm. so we everyone that was involved in PMTAs i would assume gave them the best most, most knowledgeable information that they could and this is just the beginning if jewel can't get through and they're being yanked off the market it's setting the precedent for a lot more to come.
1: And, and for those that don't understand fully what we mean by impossible tasks, it would be like asking a fish to climb a tree. Like, I, it's impossible, but does that mean the fish is stupid? No, it's not.
0: Yeah, but we don't mean to go off on that, uh, that subject. We're going to have a whole episode on stuff like that. But it just paints a picture for you that if you're of the mindset that you're being protected or that you're being looked after, just dig a little bit and you'll find that it's probably not that way.
1: It's literally right there under the surface. You can find it easily.
0: But with that disappointment, she does learn about the endocannabinoid system in her side research, because just like everyone that is generally or genuinely seeking knowledge, you dig deeper than what you're told. So she learns about the endocannabinoid system, and this is her breakdown of the endocannabinoid system.
2: what's known as the endocannabinoid system. So the endocannabinoid system resides within all animals except the insect. It's a 600-million-year-old messenger and receptor system integral to homeostasis or the management of balance within your body. From embryonic development to immunosurveillance, there is not a single function in your bodies that is not somehow influenced or modulated by the ECS. You can think of it as a switchboard functioning in and across all physiologic processes and organs, acting and reacting to internal and external stimuli to direct, correct, and overall manage your health.
0: If this system is stimulated, this system is awake, which is where CBD and things like that comes in, it makes all your systems function better. So if you're having uh, pain, It's why an insect doesn't feel pain because they don't have the endocannabinoid system. They don't have the messenger that that tells, you know, that, that gives it conscious thought to say, hey, this part of you hurts. Right. So that's what we all have. Whenever you stub your toe on something, the endocannabinoid system is what kicks in and says your toe is hurt. And then it kicks in on all the other systems to point to fix it. Right. So if your endocannabinoid system is out of whack, you all the way or out of whack. And that's why we push CBD so hard in our store. And I didn't understand CBD for a long time. I actually was one of those people, whenever we brought it in, it's like, I just don't get it. I mean, you take it and nothing happens. And it's like, well, it, a lot of things happen. It just happens over time. It takes consistency. Uh, I used to have this crazy back pain from my weight loss and since I've been introducing CBD into my uh, topical regimen every single day, now it's, it's not like it's gone. It's definitely there. Uh, I can feel it all the time, but it's manageable. It's, it's to where it's under control. I don't have to go to a doctor to get pain right. pills to manage it. So I, I would implore you if you have pain pills in your life or if you have anything like that, take a look at the research behind the endocannabinoid system and start introducing a CBD regimen into your daily routine.
1: Yeah. Keep keep those receptors open all the
0: time. Absolutely. Yes. CBD is what keeps the receptors going and functioning at at full capacity. So here's her analogy so that it kind of makes it a, a little bit more simple instead of all the scientific crazy terms that no one really understands.
2: So let's say the endocannabinoid system is your dormitory or your apartment building, and your neighbor across the hall is making a lot of noise, and they're getting really loud. You just walk across the hall, and you politely ask them to turn the volume down. So you can imagine how important this function is when cells are sending signals of stress, pain, or inflammation. Like your noisy neighbor, these processes need to be checked. And it's through this mechanism that the endocannabinoid system checks these processes back into balance that your body can relax remember to eat fall asleep forget traumatic experiences and protect itself along with a host of other mediating and restorative processes
0: yeah i mean it's it's crazy what it does and function in within your body it's everything it's the entire entirety of your makeup is made up of the endocannabinoid system so why is that not why is that not a part of medical journals?
1: Well, in the beginning she said that we just discovered it twenty-seven years ago. So like anything the government likes to do, they like to take their sweet time in researching it.
0: I have an alternate alternate uh, theory theory. What if they don't want you to have access to these things?
1: Oh, I don't think that's a theory. That's a fact.
0: Because there's, like we said in the last episode, there's a lot more profit and death, destruction, Mm -hmm. pain, sickness. I don't have to go to the doctor all the time. I don't have to go get prescriptions. I manage my health myself with plants and with uh, medicine like sea moss.
1: And here's what I like about things like the sea moss and CBD and THC even. Is the side effects don't require me to take another pill to correct it. Yeah. With, with prescription drugs, it's always may cause this, this, and this. So they give you this pill to correct this, this, and this. But that pill causes this, this. And it's a laundry list and they just compound on top of each other. And before you know it, you got to take 16 pills for one migraine.
0: Which is the point. They right want the money yes yeah. that's the economy of mm-hmm. the system they want to make sure that every step of the chain is monetized it has nothing to do with your health or your well-being that oh. you're just part of the system and she goes into it a little bit deeper but we pay for that ride mm-hmm. you know we gladly accept these things as that this is reality this is how healthcare works and it's just downright wrong
1: and to add insult to injury how many of those are addictive well, the addictive nature of a lot of these if
0: it's addicted that's even better yeah because then you can't go away from it mm-hmm. so yeah they oh my it's exactly just purely profit mm-hmm. so let's talk about the association of cb or uh, thc in terms of the endocannabinoid system and what its function is
2: so back in the 80s, researchers wanted to know how THC worked. And THC is a plant-made cannabinoid, or phytocannabinoid, found in cannabis. And it's responsible for the intoxicating and euphorogenic properties that cannabis is so infamous for. And using radio tagged THC, the endocannabinoid system was discovered as THC locked into and unveiled this extensive receptor network concentrated throughout the brain and throughout the rest of the body. And THC did this because they found out it's a direct analog or mimicker of our own endocannabinoid anandamide. And as an aside, anandamide, also known as the bliss molecule, is what's really responsible for the runner's high, not endorphins. So if you, any of you have ever experienced the euphoria that's come with exercising, that's your endocannabinoid system, that's anandamide. And we're finding more each day about over 100 other phytocannabinoids found in cannabis and other plants that mimic our endocannabinoids and have the potential to supplement or or modulate the endocannabinoid system in therapeutic and healing ways.
0: These are the exact reasons why I think that hemp has the potential to change the world, because unlike cannabis in legal states or medical states, you're... You're limited to, you know, what the dispensary has uh, or what is in season at that point versus the hemp industry. The entire focus is miners. right? Everything is about miners. So, yeah, it's it's pretty insane whenever it comes down to association of THC and how THC works is think of it like the CBD is the part that is the messaging system or uh, the, uh, CBD is going to wake up the messaging system. THC there is there so that it can pinpoint the issue, relax you, take the pain away, allow you to sleep. If you uh, deal with nausea, things like that, it calms that down so that you can get food in your belly. It balances everything. And with CBD, your entire system is basically taking care of itself. Right. So it's, I know for some, cannabis and hemp is about getting high. Um, but there's a, a large majority of the people that we see that they're dealing with their issues. They're managing their health. Uh, some of them are doing it in conjunction with their doctors rather than against their doctor's wishes. So even some doctors, you know, I don't, I don't want to generalize the medical field and say, <clears throat> excuse me, that this is all doctors and this is all medicine. It's not that way. There's a lot of people in the medical community that are going to make sure that they're taking care of their patients. It's just sad that there are that we are treated as numbers rather than individuals in some cases in the medical field.
1: And I don't know if you know this or not, but I've actually been getting quite a few phone calls from one of the clinics here in Albany. The uh I guess she's a nurse practitioner maybe has called me herself and said, "I have this patient, he has this this and this. I'm going to send him to you, please." That's awesome. Please, please, please take away his pain. So when they come in, you we already know the laundry list of issues. Yeah. We already know how we're going to combat it and whatnot. And these doctors are like, I don't care that it has THC; it's helping them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a dentist. And those are the doctors I like. Yeah, there's a dentist that does the same thing that I met in the store a while back. She sends all of her patients there instead mm-hmm. of us uh, prescribing opioid for you know mouth pain or anything like that post surgery. She sends them to us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really cool to see the community kind of rallying around the idea that we have. And it was kind of cool going on the podcast last night with uh, Riley and talking about, you know, waking them up to it because they were they were there to party. Yeah. You know, and throughout the conversation, you know, you could see that the ones that were focusing more on the product, <laughs> they, they were having fun. <laughs> but me and Riley were talking about some, some stuff that, is relevant to our lives you know and like the well-being of our lives and he at the end of it all like riley's like, i had no idea that, that all that that it was like that i just thought you were one person at a time yeah i just thought that you were just selling some stuff to get people high and i was like no there's a whole lot in that store that's not about getting high i would i would say a large chunk of it is not is not about that
1: oh percent 99 of our store is is yeah. dedicated to minors
0: So all of this so far leads you down the road of, well, how did this start? You know, where did this come from? Where did all this demonizing come from? Let us explain the economy of the medical system. Here we go.
2: I really hope you're wondering right now is what's wrong with that. The answer lies within the annals of American medical history, starting with two guys who really wanted to sell a lot of prescription drugs. So with the millions of dollars in their pocketbook, a document called the Flexner Report, and the full force of state governments, American medical training was consolidated and standardized in accordance with pharmaceutical drug science to the exclusion of holistic care practices, natural substances, and remedies, and natural cures.
0: Well, so they basically took the things that are free in nature and monetized it mm-hmm. through a prescription program and if they couldn't monetize it or if they couldn't figure out a way or if it helped too good it went away if if you could not the way i see it if you could have something to where it was constant revenue strictly from a business sense and if you were looking at it through the eyes of strictly capitalism you're not going to give you the ones that that cure they're not making it through nope. not in not in a capitalistic society
1: no because that's going to cut into your profits
0: i mean it makes you wonder about cancer and things like that what what could be what what has been and we just don't know about it
1: i feel like the government's had a cure for cancer for years and they just don't want to admit it because they lose out on that money I feel like we've had a cure for AIDS for decades and they just don't want to admit it because they lose out on that money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, let's go ahead and I I haven't switched back to the other screen because I want to go to this next one. These are the people behind it right here.
2: What's surprising the most is that U.S. physicians prescribed cannabis routinely to their patients well into the 20th century. Cannabis was once a top three most commonly prescribed medicines dwindling out of use due to heavy taxation The prosecution of the doctors who prescribed it, and finally, it being written out of the American Pharmacopoeia in 1942.
0: How do you stop someone from advocating on this stuff? How how do you stop a doctor from going out there and saying, This helps people, this saves lives? Throw them in jail. That's disgusting. I mean, These doctors were just trying to help people. They were not hurting anyone, just like a lot of people that are in prison to this day for marijuana-related charges. They're in there for a plant.
1: Which I find complete and utter bullshit because why? (sighs) What what did they do? They slept and they ate all their their snack food?
0: Could you imagine if... What we do for a living. Like, we're on the internet right now talking about what we do for a living. When we leave here, we're going to a store to sell hemp to people. If we lived back in earlier, you know, let's, let's even go back to the 80s, we would still be in jail today. You know what I mean? Like, if they locked us up back then, we would to, still be in jail for trafficking have to find drugs. a
1: bunker to even have a a. Discussion about it because we'd have to worry about the cops being ready to throw us in jail.
0: Yeah. It for a plant. Exactly. You're, you're in there with murderers and rapists and, and people that kill for that's what that's what they chose for right. their path for some of these people. All you're,
1: for smoking and naturally occurring plant.
0: It's mind blowing. And downright disgusting too. Hey, uh, what's up, Chris? Uh, sorry, we just keep going here. Uh, I, I wanted to stop for a second, say hello to everyone in the chat. I thank you guys for communicating. Thank you guys for being here. We really appreciate it. So, yeah,
1: I can't read it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just, get you a screen. I, I can see where it's. She going, has a little
0: iPad. It's tiny. Yeah,
1: I feel like I need a microscope right here.
0: But it's not the medical. It's not the medical field that's the whole problem here
1: no no just the greedy ones
0: well and and i mean it goes a little bit further into it you can't blame everything on everyone else there's some responsibility on our side of of the equation as well especially when it comes to our health we can do things to make ourselves better you know eat healthier i tell i i used to weigh 400 pounds and i weigh 200 pounds now and i get asked all the time how do you do it well i did have surgery I had uh, gastric bypass surgery, but that's not the cure all. There's a lot of people that have gastric bypass, and it ends up going backwards.
1: No, you lost weight before you had yeah, that done, though, I, to make sure that you could stick with it. Right, I was that already was reward basically. Exactly,
0: I was already on the path of losing weight, but I guess what my point is the the reason that I bring this into it is because I I get asked all the time, "How do you do it?" and I'll tell you the same thing I tell everyone. I I stick to the perimeter of the grocery store or I stick to my garden, you know, or I stick to sources of food that if it grows in the ground is good for you. Right. You know, and I don't have to worry about gaining weight anymore unless I go and abuse myself with shit food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's how I maintain my weight. I, you see me, I junk all day long because I love junk. I, but Everything is in moderation in mm-hmm. my life. And that's the key. I don't need 10 cookies. You
1: can have an Oreo. It's not exactly. going to hurt. You're not going to gain five. I don't need 10
0: it. cookies. I just want to taste what that cookie tastes exactly. like. And then put it down and move on. Change my mind. To stop <laughs> obsessing about the cookie.
1: <laughs> I want to I make a point just to backtrack a little bit. I think a lot of the medical field and why this is so um, hidden from everyone is because fear. Fear mm-hmm. of the unknown. Some people just simply do not know enough about it and that scares them.
0: Oh, what have we learned from vapor? Yeah. Yeah. You they ban what they don't understand or people will say, and you know, oh, why are you doing that? Smoke cigarettes. Ugh, gross. It's like yeah.
1: people on a whole are lazy, so they don't want to get out and do their own their own footwork and research it. So they just, well, I don't understand it, so therefore I'm not gonna do it.
0: Yep, it's the exact reason why I think you and I both are so passionate about this show because we know how vitally important it is to educate. People, especially on these type products.
1: Yeah, I'm constantly, you know, Facebook and and all other social media platforms. Anytime I see any kind of misinformation, I'm quick to jump and go, nope, nope, nope. You you
0: jumped into our chat last night. Uh, We have a group text between everyone on staff, and and DJ sent a screenshot of this person. She's like, they're talking shit. Go get them. (laughs) But it's not like we know we go and attack people. It's like, no, they were out there spreading misinformation, like trying to get people to go to cigarettes instead of vaping. So, yeah, that's whenever we kick in and we're like, no, 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 we don't go and attack you. We go and we give you information. We prove you wrong. You right. know, it's not about the fight. It's about it's, this is what's right. Okay. So Chris asked a question in the chat. Have you guys heard of anyone having any legal issues with D8, D10, THCB, etc.? like pulling over, having any trouble, just curious. And Christy also says she wonders the same. We have not had any problems like that in our area but i would think that there probably are problems like that throughout the
1: country obviously
0: we give people a card when they leave the store and it and we tell them to keep it in their car or keep it you know in their wallet or their purse and it's a card that says this is a delta 8 product or this is a legal thc product if you have any questions please uh, go to the good life store and ask us we take full responsibility and then also uh if you are out in public and you do have an issue with police with that you're fine all you and now that comes with a caveat because you're fine legally in terms of whatever the end result is it's it's federally legal to carry hemp products to have hemp products things like that that doesn't mean that they can't do anything to you right away you know everything comes out in the wash so My advice to anyone that's doing it keep your packaging. Make sure that uh, you have, if you go to a store, at least request that they give you some sort or they bring in some sort of card that uh, lets law enforcement know. It gets you off the hook and it's going to give you a better chance of actually having a conversation with an officer rather than just being the guy carrying weed in the car.
1: Right. And I think we're lucky in our area, we've got several cops that come in and shop with us. No, they're not getting Delta eight. They're over there on the vape side, but they know exactly what we have. They have absolutely no problem with it. And I think I've actually had them look at us and go, we'd rather people come get stuff from you than to buy it off the street. Yeah.
0: That's what that was going to be my exact, excuse me. My next point is that we know cops, you know, not just the ones that come in the stores, but you know, we're dealing with the police. Whenever this idea came to the table, the first thing I did was call my police friends and say, all right this, this is what, what i want to do. <laughs> do are you gonna mess with me about it <laughs> and you know every single cop that i've dealt with in the albany area they're not stupid people yeah. you know they are not dummies they're not just jumping the gun uh they would come and talk to us if they had a problem oh yeah very and much so. and if we if they did have a problem We would wholeheartedly address it as quick as we possibly could, not for the fact of getting in trouble, but for the fact of we don't want to do anything wrong, but we don't have to worry about that because we vet every single vendor that comes Mm -hmm. through our store. We have COAs every single, we have a book that big of COAs. DJ could tell you all about that. She made that book. (sighs) Oh,
1: that took me a (laughs) week to find everything. It was horrible. It's probably got 2,000 pages in
0: it. Uh, let's see one more question what about drug test at work that's a private issue
1: that's going to be on an employer by employer basis we Um, encourage it uh there are a lot of places though i have recently found out some of our bigger companies here in town have quit testing for thc in light of uh, having delta 8 at everyone's disposal now um and it's just going to it's gonna take time, unfortunately, there. So, if you've got a strict no THC policy at work, you might need to stay away from it. Oh, yeah. However. And,
0: yeah. And just to clarify, <laughs> if you're asking if you will fail a drug test oh, using yes. these products, yes, oh yes, yeah. you will.
1: It is THC.
0: My advice, if you have an employer that's either you're not sure or if they're on the fence about it, just be honest with them. Explain what you're trying to do. Take them to the website. Show them. You never know. They might actually need some of it, too.
1: Right. I, I, I enjoyed finding out that one of our bigger companies here in town has dropped the THC drug testing. That was um, hopefully the first of many for our town. And everybody will start following suit.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, if the police really want to know what's in it, spend some money and make a test that tests. Yeah. Yeah test for minors
1: apparently there's a uh, a test somebody was telling me i can't remember who it was um they were telling me that they've got a mouth swab somewhere that can actually test you to see how recently you've smoked hmm. therefore they can start testing it kind of like with alcohol so that you know as long as you're not high at work you're okay
0: yeah i don't know i would imagine it depends on the cop too yeah who knows
1: Uh, that's another thing uh driving under the influence of thc is still going to be a dui guys oh yeah
0: don't do it stay at (laughs) home yeah okay let's get back on track if you if you've been watching this show for any length of time you know that we are squirrels we go off on squirrel tangents constantly but
1: we roll back what it is yeah
0: we roll it back in all right so this is her advice on introducing cannabinoids into your system to support your endocannabinoid system
2: Incorporate phytocannabinoids and cannabimimetic practices. Phytocannabinoids like CBD and THC, when taken as whole plant cannabis, have shown helpful in diseases of endocannabinoid system dysfunction and wellness overall. In cannabimimetic practices, I know that's another fancy word, like sleeping and exercise, yoga and meditation, deep breathing and prayer, soothe and tone the endocannabinoid system as though they were supplements themselves. And y'all, create reasons to smile and hug often. Because as it turns out, smiling and hugging part and parcel with healthy relationships triggers the release of your endocannabinoid anandamide, the bliss molecule.
0: All about the bliss molecule. I had no idea. She said earlier that uh, that uh, exercising, that, that feeling that you get after exercising, that satisfying feeling that you get, I had no idea that was the endocannabinoid system. I didn't either. Not endorphins. So she's... She's right in the sense of personally, um, my experience with my own mental health in terms of using it in conjunction with these products. For me, I, I I said it on the mushroom video, I think a lot of these things are about intention Uh, If you go into something nervous or anxious, it's going to, you're going to heighten that nervousness or anxiousness behind, you know, when you take a product like this, yes, it's meant to combat that it's meant to take it down. But if you want it to take it up, you know, a lot of these products, they go with how you feel, especially in the, uh, the terpene world, you know, everything is driven on how you feel. So the terpene is great and it should push you in the right direction but if your body is heading down this path of it's is going to be bad this is going to be terrible that intention sits with you and it mm-hmm. and it it manifests itself in whatever <clears throat> the high experience is that you have
1: it's it's kind of a mood enhancer so whatever mood you're in it's going to enhance it
0: yeah, and, and I mean, sometimes, you know, we just get caught up in our heads to where if we have a problem with something, we're going down the rabbit hole in our head of what it could possibly be rather than just taking a step back, breathing, thinking logically about it, dealing with the problem, and then, you know, moving forward. I think that, unfortunately, the world is geared towards fast, r- right of rewards, mm-hmm. and there's no time or consistency on any aspects of our life. And it makes it, f- I know for me, it makes me feel like I'm in chaos mode whenever I'm in that frame of mind. When I'm not in this mindful, peaceful state of mind, my world is in shambles. And you know? see
1: how I thrive on chaos.
0: <laughs> I mean, we do in terms of business. I mean more in, in my, in my life life, you gotcha. know, business that's totally different. <laughs> throw the chaos at us all day long, we can manage that. That's 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 our wheelhouse. But personally, when I cut work off, I need peace. I need happiness and tranquility because it makes for me, it makes me able to focus on the the work, to make me focus on whatever and I don't mean work as in oh, I want to go and make this money. I mean in terms of my life's work, you know, like My job is not for good life vapor. My job as a person is to help as many people as I possibly can throughout my life. So if I'm distracted and, you know, in this bad mind frame to where I'm not being mindful and I'm not thinking and I'm not thankful, all that, it it doesn't really mean as much to me.
1: Right. And it carries over.
0: Yeah, it's it's almost like you don't recognize the fact that you're okay, that you're you're capable and you're doing good. Like I beat myself up all the time if I don't just you don't talk feel to like myself. you're
1: good enough and you have to step back and go, no, I'm good. I'm good.
0: Yeah. And the products like the hemp products that we sell and and you know, I don't mean to turn this into a sales pitch, but you know, we are passionate about it because these are things that help us and these are things that get us in the frame of mind of being focused, driven and motivated to help people and to do good things. So, it's different for everyone, but uh you know, I if you're having issues with pain, anxiety, sleep, depression, all of that stuff, look into hemp, look into the and in, do some more research on the endocannabinoid system. Look into CBD, look into THC, and how they interact with your body. And if you do need any help with all of these things, you can always go to our website at getgoodlife.com. You can send us an email. You can come here and chat with us. You There's so many the ways. Store. Yeah, call and talk to us. I think Chris had another question. Let's see. You want to make a THC topical product? Call it Swole Bomb. Swole. Big Swole. <sighs> Christopher, Christopher. <laughs> I love Chris. Chris used to work for us and, and he's one of the best designer, graphic designers in, in the, that I've ever come across and he's just amazing.
1: Don't you have a baby to burp? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see, I've noticed micro dosing works best strictly for anxiety purposes, for me at least. If I'm already anxious and overdo the dosage, I can sometimes be counterproductive. I agree. Microdosing in 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 not just hemp, but with other things, you know, uh, with psychedelic mushrooms. I feel that the magic is in the micro. You know, the magic is in that not high, not fun. You know, not uh, not functional. I like being functional. I like being clear. I like So that's, I love microdosing. I love microdosing hemp too.
1: What I love about it is the fact that my brain is always 90 to nothing. And it's it's like a a web browser with 13 tabs open and I'm able to take and and close all, but the one that I want to focus on.
0: Chris says, whoa, as soon as you said that, I heard the baby in the monitor. He heard (laughs) Aunt DJ.
1: (laughs) Hey, honey.
0: Oh, little baby. Okay. So, This talk comes to an end. Uh, This is not going to be that long of an episode today, but we will kind of summarize everything and go over and answer any questions that you have after this last clip. This is why she does what she does for a living.
2: And affecting systemic change with this system is what gets us up and going every morning. And we're not going to stop until this information is in the textbook. Are you with me, Portland? Right? I mean, this is life-changing information. Yes. So I encourage us all to learn from our past and reimagine our future with this system. Because the secret to balanced health resides in the science and total care of the endocannabinoid system. And I can tell you, like we tell our patients, that getting started is a lot simpler than you think.
0: Yep, she's not wrong. There is CBD everywhere. There's good CBD everywhere just got. if I were to point you in the direction of quality product and product that's gonna genuinely help you stay away from gas stations go to a place where if you ask a question even if they don't know the answer they do their best to find the answer for you that's true care and that's someone that has your interest in mind go to go to those people And if you can't find those people, we are online. You can go to, you can come to us, getgoodlife.com. Use the code RDB for 20% off. That's the real drunk bastards (laughs) promo code. I am pushing my boys. (laughs) Okay. So we've come to the end of the video. We were going to go into another one, but like, I I think we decided we were going to Let's save that one.
1: Yeah, we want to make a whole episode out of yeah,
0: the next one. we, we have, uh, I don't even want to tell you what it's about. You'll, you'll see, you'll see it's coming it's up. Surprising. It's going to be a really, really good one though. Uh, we haven't had much time to research this episode because it's been such a crazy, hectic week and we've had a laundry list of things to get done before the weekend, but I hope that this helps a little bit in terms of helping you understand why there's CBD and why it doesn't Get you high, and why you have to take it consistently. It's helping your endocannabinoid system. Your endocannabinoid system is everything. It's the pathway. It's the uh, uh, the switchboard. Like you said, it's the switchboard. So when your system, when your nervous system needs help, the endocannabinoid system kicks in. When something happens to you, pain-wise, your endocannabinoid system is what tells your brain that it locates the pain for your brain. So this is the highway, this is the the on-ramp to health in terms of your own personal body. So if there's one bit of advice that I could give you, start to introduce CBD, at least CBD on a daily basis into your diet. Full spectrum is best, but if you're worried about drug tests and things like that, go with isolated CBD and uh, CBD, will not make you fail a drug test if it's isolated CBD. And what that means is that a full spectrum CBD or a broad spectrum CBD, it's going to be most, if not all parts of the plant, which means that there's going to be THC in there up to the legal limit. You'll still you'll still fail a drug test. So if that is your concern, make sure that you're getting isolated CBD usually called cbd iso and that's going to make sure that you don't fail a drug test or ask for the products that are thc free
1: or isoterp as well
0: yeah iso isoterp isolated terpenes <laughs> thing yeah but uh and if you're interested in thc you have a lot more options than just uh, stuff on the street if you're in a state that doesn't have uh, medical or recreational, you can go to getgoodlife.com. We might not sell Delta 9 over 0.3%, but there is a lot more miners than Delta 9. We sell Delta 8 THC. We do sell Delta 9 THC mostly in gummies. We do have a vape of Delta 9. But we delta 8, Delta 10, THCO, uh, THC V, HHC, H H C O cbg cbd cbda you name cbn you name it we I was have to say for
1: all those that have problems sleeping CBN. look into cbn yep it's literally called comfortably numb
0: and cbg is another really really good cannabinoid i try to get that one in every single day cbg in our industry is a great base for flour so if you're looking for really good flour my opinion is go for the CBG flower that has, you know, the Delta 8 or the Delta 10 or whatever it is. I like HHC. So thank you for everyone for coming by. We really, really appreciate everybody. We we are so excited that there's more people listening. I've been hearing a lot of feedback. So thank you for everybody for hanging with us and supporting the show. We appreciate helping us it. us grow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, even though I can't read it from here, I can see all the different names and everything and how, how much of a variety there is today. I like it.
0: Yeah. We miss you too, Chris. And Chris says that this is one thing I constantly worry about. Gas stations non or non-vape shops and the quality of products they carry. I really hope that they don't create problems for the industry. They're always going to be there, you know. And Unfortunately. And I think this differs a little bit more than the vape industry Vape industry, it was just a matter of different flavors and things like that. With this, and you know, of course there's quality. It is definitely gas station quality in the vape stuff. But mostly that, that whole world is disposables now. Right. Uh, so I think in the hemp world, it's a little bit different. Gas stations are not gonna pick up products that require a lot of education because they don't have time to educate. Mm-hmm. They need quick moving products. So it kind of protects stores like us because think about it. If a gas station has to stop, if the person, and you know, there's usually only one or two people working mm-hmm. at a gas station. So if you have that one person that has to stop and tell this other person about the benefits of, of Delta 10 or the differences between eight, 10 and all that, they're, they'll just kind of either give you misinformation, quick information, not enough information, or they're gonna lose their job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it kind of helps us out in that sense we carry the high quality products and we don't mind carrying something that requires education because we got time to educate
1: that's what we're there for
0: yep yep, yep. all right was well, there anything else that you wanted to uh get out before we head out and get to work
1: uh if you're local come see us tomorrow at tift market
0: yes. we're gonna have some
1: uh, goodies out there Our CMOS. Uh, We might even have some samples of some, some of the drinks out there. But not only that, come support the local vendors all from yeah. around town because I have seen some amazing handmade crafts yep. out here so far. I'm in love.
0: Go get you some honey from Monty over there, at yes. McDonald Farms. Yes. He's got some really really good honey. He's been he came by yesterday. He might be bringing his honey into the store, so we might be getting some really good locally sourced honey for allergy season this year.
1: Yeah, I don't. For those of you who don't understand, if you've got local honey, yeah. grown specific, specific from your to the area plants
0: in this area.
1: If you take a teaspoonful a day, it almost eliminates all your allergy issues. Just stick to that that daily regimen because it's giving you that little bit at a time and helping your body build up the immunity to it. It is wonderful.
0: Do not. I mean, I guess you could get store bought honey if you like regular honey, but if you're looking for the benefits behind, right? You won't go for locally sourced. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, and and the only thing I would say is if you guys need anything, we'll be at the store today. We'll have the website. The website's always there. Use the code RDP, R-D-B. R-D-B. Real drunk bastards.
1: I think you just like saying it at this (laughs) point.
0: (laughs) I love their name. Uh, RDB at getgoodlife.com. That will get you 20% off your entire order or come see us at the store. We will be open tomorrow at the store, but we will not be open on Sunday because we're going to take the, I have to go help Stacy with uh, one of her events. And then we have an event at Pretoria fields. So we're just going to go ahead and take off at the store on Sunday But we will be there till 7 tonight and from 10 to 7 tomorrow. So we will see everybody when we see you. And uh, thank you guys for coming. Chris, I love you so much. I miss you so much. Jess, I miss you so much. Jess, I love you. I hope you're doing well. And for everyone else, thank you for all of your support. We will see you guys later. Y'all
1: have a good weekend.